Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Hello and welcome back, all you hookers and slices out there, to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast, presented by 4Champ. I am one of your hosts, Stay and Play Clay, and with me, as always, is Nick the Stick. Nick, how are you doing? Cold and white. Cold and white. How many inches of snow you got? <laughs> Too many. Too many. Yeah. Well, at least it's, yeah. I mean, I assume it's it's white snow at least, right? No yellow snow out there? Um, just where my dog goes. Oh, all right, naturally. Um, but yeah, we yeah we're we're starting to get into the the thick of it. So uh, it's going to be a white Christmas, that's for sure. Well, that's always nice. It's always something I enjoyed about the holiday season. <laughs> when at least when I was a kid, I always was happy to have a white Christmas. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it hasn't really been like that down here lately. By me, it's uh, it's. Usually we don't get snow cover until the new year. It's a little disappointing, but... Well, what you do is you just get on the 51 and you go north (laughs) until you see the white stuff. Or I could just, you know, take the uh, 794 south a little bit and and still go golfing. But... um, Yeah, I mean... That time of year. It's cold. It was cold today. It was it was chilly. No snow though, but it was chilly. I was th- I was thinking about heading to the grocery store. I was like, no, I'm not doing it. I'll do it tomorrow. I can survive another day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we were, we got to even like negatives. Oof, oof. Yeah, not not like they were playing for the Hero World Challenge. That, no, uh, no, they were they were out in an island. It, it looked pretty nice, except for you know a little wind, a little little Bahamas action. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's a fairly decent climate there this time of year. A little bit better than ours. Just a scotch. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, it was an interesting weekend. Some uh, some. Interesting stories, including our our picks. Yeah, that's what I thought I had you beat. Let's talk about these picks. We only we only picked two because it was a small field. Um, you know, invite only for Tiger's event. Obviously, Tiger with the with the big headlines. You know, but he wasn't he wasn't actually playing. Uh, Nick had Colin Morikawa for his his top pick, and uh, it, with the win. He would have jumped into number one overall in the world. Who me? No, no, no. Oh, Colin Morikawa. Yeah, you gotta you gotta focus on winning the Zelich first. Then we can talk about your BCS <laughs> rankings, your your college football playoff rankings here. You bet. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. We'll see if the committee likes you. You have any quality wins out there? <laughs> uh. But uh, yeah. Colin was leading going into the final round. 
had a what a three shot lead going into the final round, something like I that. Thought he, I thought he had like a five shot. He lead. might he might have five. I I'm probably not remembering correctly, but he he had a multi shot lead going into the third round. He or going into the fourth. He was round. at eighteen. My, my apologies. Um, we have an eleven, a twelve, a couple twelves. Uh, going into the final round, a couple twelve unders. Okay. Um, so he had like a round a six shot lead, maybe. Yeah, he was at eighteen. Yeah, I mean, so that's. I mean, six shot lead going to the, the final tour, round. That's. You got to You got to put that away. Nobody comes back from that. No. From a six shot. Thirty-six hole, six-shot lead. I would have bet the farm on that. Good thing you didn't, though. Man, I don't know what happened. I mean, I get that you're going to have one or two bad shots, but you know, to shoot the worst round of the day, you and Spieth, and Spieth had a two-shot penalty. Yeah, so technically, like, you know, without the penalties, without taking those into account, Morcow had the worst. Well, if you put it like that, then yeah. Yeah, well, I'm talking about like straight up, you know, golf shots rather than How many mental errors. He, mo- he took the most swings that day. There you go. That's what, I, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, Kyle Morikawa, looking pretty for you. Going to the final round, but it ends up uh, not going his way. And uh, we, end up, we end up tying with our picks. I had JT, who was six under going into the final round and he ends up tying Colin Morikawa for yeah JT had the lowest round Colin had the highest round so <laughs> you came back from a 12 stroke deficit to tie me what can I say I'm a comeback kid bullshit <laughs> I uh you know clutch clutch when I need it to be uh yeah so JT and Colin both finish at 14 under for the tournament so a big old tie there in our in our picks. Uh, and then our second player picks, uh, you had Rory McIlroy and I had Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, Which were both disappointing. I mean, out of 20 players, they finished at 14 and 18th. Yeah. Uh, and Bryson was, I mean, he was right up there. He was leading for a little bit in the early part of the tournament. On Thursday? Yeah. Yeah, well... Dreams are made on the weekend. I mean, what, I, what I'm trying to say is, though, that, uh, you know, he was playing well until uh, until he wasn't. And, yeah. I, you know, I thought he was really going to come back from, you know, that loss to Brooks in the, in the match five. Thought he had some, you know, some motivation, a chip on his shoulder, but it only lasted, it only lasted so long. Then he kind of fell off, but... He still uh, finished at eight under and beat your pick of Rory McIlroy, who finished at six under. So I win. Technically, I win. And that's really all that matters. Technically, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> rules, rules, rules. Hey. Yes, you did. Way to go. Yeah. I'm just, I'm bitter about Colin. <laughs> As he should be. I mean, like, like I said, Colin Morikawa... Uh, he's been on an absolute tear, right? Um, just this past year, um, year and a half, basically, 
in the COVID times, essentially. And uh, and he would have gotten to number one in the world with a win. And he just just couldn't make it happen. He couldn't finish it off. Couldn't couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a crazy game. I mean, that's definitely. I mean, probably not not the craziest thing I've seen, but uh, definitely unexpected. A little shocking. I mean, Colin's been such a steady player. Like that, that's something that like Bryson does. Is just have a, uh, a blow up round or something. I mean, right? Colin's yeah. Colin's a lot more steady than say you know he has a lot more steady type of game than. You know, Bryson, where it's like if his, you know, if, if his shots are off, if his wedges are off, it, they're off. <laughs> <laughs> like, where Colin's yeah. got that, you know, tight little fade, and it's just, you know, maybe he's just not making putts or something, and but it's, it's nothing like, you know, drastic. It's nothing absolutely kills him. Yeah. No, that uh, that was that was a little shocking. So hopefully he can turn it around. I mean, I wonder if it, I wonder if it was the nerves of like being number one in the world, or he just had a you know ultimately you Maybe. Know, everybody everybody has a bad day. Don't That's judge true. me on my worst day. That's true. That's true. Um, it, I mean, you got to think he probably had that in his mind. He knew that, you know. He'd be I think one. yeah, that's more pressure than winning any specific. Like I don't know, unless it's a major. Well, because and number one in the world is you know one of his one of his goals as well. I know it's a goal for a lot of golfers, but like you know, it's a little bit different for the high quality like or the top tier golfers, right? A little yeah, bit more attainable. You can actually, like realistically, do it. Yeah, it's it's a more uh, attainable goal. Yeah, instead of a, a pie in the sky. Yeah, and you know, was, there's a lot of players have won majors over the years. A lot of players have won PGA Tour events. Um, there's a small percentage of players who have been number one in the world at at one point in their career. That's a lot smaller list than than the previous two lists that I mentioned. It's just a it's just that kind of elite status. Um, it, that's yeah it's that's a huge goal and it's it's something that kind of cements you it like it all it almost like guarantees you a spot i, I don't want to say it does guarantee you but it's it's super close to like getting you into the hall of fame like Correct. if you reach number one in the world it's like you're probably like 90 percent gonna be in the hall of fame that would be a great question like who is the last player you know who's been number one who isn't uh, in the Hall of Fame or is not. I would, I mean, I would probably say, like, Luke Donald probably won't be in the Hall of Fame. He was number one for a while. Um, I'm trying to think of, uh, would, would Westwood? I don't think he's done a whole lot in his career to... I mean, he's been a staying power, but... Been around for a long time. And he's had a lot of success, but not like... He hasn't really won 
you know, a whole lot of big tournaments here. Yeah. Hasn't won a major. Um, so, I mean, I mean, there's a, there's a couple guys. There are exceptions to this, you know, rule, essentially. But, like, number one in the world is, is up there with the highest of achievements in golf. Yes. Right. That's, that's right. ultimately the point yeah. we're making so, here. Can't hard to believe it wouldn't have got to them. Like, finally within your grasp. Yeah, all you have to do is, you know, not shoot over par. Yeah, six shot lead. Yeah. Do you think he will get to number one though eventually? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I mean, he couldn't have fallen that far. No, but with one round. So no, 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 no. Obviously, no, not. But um, but still, to you know, you have to sustain it into the new year not drop off you know when you're when you're near the top there's not a whole lot of places to go up but there's a lot of places to go down yeah right? once you're at the top of the mountain right so like there's you know there could be guys you know three four or five you know top ten players who just go on a tear and you know jump jump over them whether or not he's playing well or or not you know those those kind of things are kind of out of his control, but you think if he keeps playing the way he has been playing, you think he'll he'll get to that point, reach that that mountaintop at some yeah. point here, probably sooner rather than later. Yeah, I think so. It's yeah. trending in the right direction. So yeah, it seems it seems like it's only a matter of time. Yeah. But uh, did you see what happened? (laughs) No. I wonder. I'm curious. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see how he's feeling this week, if he's angry or embarrassed. Holidays holidays are ruined. Yeah. He's ruined. Although, I mean, probably probably not because he he got engaged. Things are going well for him in life. I'm sure. I'm sure he's got plenty of things that make him happy in life. Yeah, that's why I'm just wondering what his first reaction or like how he felt like, you know, Monday once you once you sleep it off when you if you wake up and you're like if you're embarrassed or you're angry or you're motivated or you're you just say fuck it you know everybody has a bad day. Like I wonder what his like his attitude was on Monday. Yeah, but I don't know. Well. Of the maybe there's an article out there. What it, I mean, he'll, he'll have some PC answer that it's he's going to use it to fuel. Well, right, yeah, to fuel. But I wonder, like, seriously, like, you know, what, uh, like, if you could have been one of his friends the next day or hung out with him. Yeah, fly on the wall or something. Yeah, like not the, not what you tell the golf world to, so right. that they, so that they know you didn't cry yourself to sleep all night and. <laughs> Go and then go and break your TV over your <laughs> kitchen table. I can't. I can't imagine he's like that. <laughs> no, Colin, Colin's pretty. He's a pretty cool demeanor, dude. Seems to have a good attitude. Doesn't seem like he gets you think, you think over so? upset. But yeah, I mean, this is all public perception here. 
We don't know. That's what he, that's what he wants you to think. That's, <laughs> that's the secret life of Colin Morikawa. It's gonna be a <laughs> it'll be a documentary one day. Thirty for thirty. Yeah, he, and people can you can only bottle it up for so long, and then it's just gonna blow like a geyser. Oh man, oof. Yeah, those are those are the type of people you gotta watch out for. In those 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 guys who just you know keep it in all the time and just seem like yeah. You know, it's always the ones you least expect. They don't stress. Yeah, could be Colin. Who knows? They don't blow up until they do, <laughs> and then watch the f out. Oh. Um, speaking of his blowing way. up, uh, did you see Henrik and Jordan? Couldn't even figure out, you know, they were trying to play it forward or something. A bunch like, of amateurs out there. Jeez. I mean, I, I just can't figure out. I don't I don't know who I blame more, though. Like, them or their caddies or the tournament directors. Like, I mean. Well, so if, if you're going to blame the tournament directors, you're, like, ipso facto, you're blaming Tiger. And... You can't you can't blame Tiger, right? No, he, he's not the <laughs> director. He's the host. No, but he's, he, yeah, he's the host though. Yeah, I mean, you're saying his tournament wasn't run properly. You're gonna say that to Tiger's face? I'm just saying. Because I'm not. I'm just saying it's not off the table. <laughs> it's we don't know. That's that's what we're here to discuss. I mean, who do you, who do you blame more? I blame the 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 players and the caddies because they're the only two that did this. They were told before the round that you know these tee boxes are getting switched up. You have the players that you know it, but you know sometimes you forget these things. That happens sometimes. But you have a backup system. You have backups with your caddies. You got a team here. Two heads to remember one thing, and these are the only two players, the only four players or four people in this tournament that didn't realize or didn't know that screwed it up and hit off the wrong tee box. Yeah. But they were the first tee time, and then after that, when they realized, when everyone realized that, then I, I would assume that there was a volunteer or somebody in charge of like, hey, don't forget. Because this is going to make Tiger look bad because this is his tournament and we fucked up. Yeah, imagine Tiger and Henrik having to tell Tiger, or not, sorry. Imagine Spieth and Henrik having to talk to Tiger and say, hey, we screwed up at your tournament. Talk about someone you don't want to be, you know, around when they blow up. Talking about Colin potentially blowing a tiger woods blowing up i don't want to i don't want to be there i don't want to be there i don't want to be in jordan and, and henrik's shoes here it was just a weird situation <laughs> i mean i i like that they mix the holes up i mean i like that they do that i just think maybe the signage could have been better i mean besides just posting like hey we we're probably going to do this on sunday in the locker room like get a number and put it by the box like by your T markers it doesn't seem that hard no it doesn't but yeah I don't know yeah I hard to disagree I mean ultimately it's the players and caddies so I mean but um, 
yeah they're just in their they're in their zone and you know you come to the ninth and 17th and all of a sudden for one day you know one out of four days they're flip-flopped so have you have you ever hit off the wrong tee box no me no of course not No. no have you ever gotten docked shots in a tournament for the wrong tee box no no just penalties in general well, everybody's gone in a hazard a penalty no, area. I, no, I'm talking I'm talking about like you you grounded your club or something or you um played the wrong ball or something. Whatever. Like something that you screwed up and you got you had the dock shots from your score. I'm sure it's happened. I don't uh... No, I don't think I don't think it's happened. I think you would re- you would remember that if it had. It would eat you I mean, up. I've been it would, a long time. There's, yeah, there's... but those things would eat you up inside. Uh, maybe, obviously not. I mean, if it happened when I was in high school, like I'm gonna forget it. But no, no, not knowing you, no, 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 no. no you, no. A couple times I've walked to the wrong tee box, like I'm pissed, and I'll just like yeah. See, I'll, see, you're remembering things like this. I'll walk, and then someone will be like, "Oh, oh yeah, we're I'm over, I'm over here or something." Yeah, so you've never actually, you've never had this problem. I don't, not hitting from the wrong one, but no, I, no. they they play more rounds than me, so statistically stop. it's more like no, stop. Give yourself some credit here. You got tour pros hitting off wrong two boxes. Meanwhile, you and I, amateurs, can do this. We don't we don't hit off wrong tee boxes. We know what we're doing out here. We don't get paid to play. I mean, what more can I say? Like, these, this is the fault of the players and caddies. You got you got to figure uh, it out. You, you got to know what you're doing. You're not wrong. You're getting paid uh, but, to play. But to be the devil's advocate, I will say I've never. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I not. I can't think of a time where a course is flip flopped the ninth and the 17th or any tee boxes and then like for one day one day what used to be the first or the the second hole tee box is now the 16th and vice versa and like i can't think of a time that a course has done that to me but you've been in tournaments where for one day out of the multiple rounds they make some sort of local rule change yeah, and right. a lot of times it's been they'll, they'll put move up a tee box on a par four to make yeah, it drivable. Exactly. So, like, I mean, this is common. This is just a common thing that happens at tournaments, where if there's a change for a round or a day, they tell you before the round, and usually that's something that you keep in your mind pretty easily. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's never been a time where like, I mean. You could say there has there been time where it's ever been like lift clean in place and you could have moved it but you didn't and then you swing and, then, and you hit a rut then and you break, break a club break a club I don't I don't think that's ever happened to me I, definitely not this year's <laughs> wow, Zelich tournament a good memory but it's really short definitely definitely not this year's Zelich tournament <laughs> <laughs> There's one main rule we're going to play by today. It's called, it's called lift clean in place. Anywhere on the golf course. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm just saying, everybody has makes mistakes. Oh, <laughs> you're trying to think of a a response to that. Oh man. Yeah, uh, I don't know. What, I don't. I don't know what you're saying. I mean, uh, I chose uh, to hit it. I chose not to to take that lift clean in place. I didn't break any rules there. Wow, that's interesting. That's not how I remember you explaining it to me. I may have forgotten that it was a thing, but I didn't break any rules by hitting it where it was, playing it as it lies. Yeah, I'm just. I just broke my club. Slow from remembering <laughs> the local rules of that day. That like that. You know, there's things that come up and like the things change, but yeah, if players are told that, you would think they would remember. But look, Nick, I don't know why you're trying to put me down right now. I'm just being diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to just negate everything I just said. I don't know whose side you're even on right now. I'm I'm on your side all the time. I just I told you I was being devil's advocate. <laughs> That's well, regardless of my lack of lift clean in place knowledge, uh, I never hit off the wrong tee box. Okay, correct. Right. So never let, once. Let, let's just go, let's just put that out there. Not even in putt. Not even in putt, but yeah. So uh, that was uh, interesting. I mean. There, I mean, I thought there was some other really bad shots that day, too. Like, I mean, I saw Colin well, chunked one. Frickin' um, Rory putted it off the green. Yeah. Like, imagine, imagine how mad you and I get about putting it off the green. Like, it... It's just a reminder of just how difficult this game can be. Well, and did you see even worse than that? Um, was it Sam Burns who hit the same, like, trying to do a chip up the hill, like, four or five times? Yeah, something like that. It's, it was like, uh, well, Shades of Me at Lasonia. <laughs> yeah. Had a couple of those. <laughs> But he's a professional. I know. I know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, even a guy like Sam Burns will just, you know, hit a couple chips and have it roll back down to him. Even Roy McIlroy will put the ball off the green and have it roll all the way down into a collection area. So when when you and I get, you know, really displeased and pissed about, you know, missing a, missing a putt or maybe even three-putting, um, like it just kind of puts it into perspective a little bit. Right. Yes. This is a tough game, folks. Got to keep it in perspective. So, but it's not that tough that you hit off the wrong tee box. That's all I'm saying. Like, there's other things that are tough, but not that. I mean, there's been players who've teed off with 15 clubs in their bag. Like, that's true. I mean, that to me is like a caddy's fault. That's that's a caddy's fault. What? Or how about um? Speaking of Caddy's faults, or almost Caddy's faults, freaking Steve Williams, good old Tiger's old Caddy. When Tiger was at Pebble Beach, I think it was 2000, when he just absolutely was smoking 
the crowd or smoke in the field, right? Yeah. U.S. Open, you know, win win by a hundred thousand shots, and he had he on the last hole of the tournament, like the seventy second hole, you know, eighteenth at Pebble Beach, and he hits he hits it into the water, and he and he literally has one ball left. Like Steve Steve didn't even check the amount of balls he put into the bag prior to that round. Yeah. And so if yeah. Tiger if Tiger would have hit that one into the water, whether it be the drive or the second shot, you know, because there's water all along that that hole, like he would have been disqualified. He wouldn't like and he was winning by a billion shots. Yeah. A record record lead, yeah, see. That's 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 a straight up. That would have been his last day as a caddy. I mean, <laughs> his, oh man, he would have been fired on the spot. Can you imagine how that would have changed history? Oh man, because that's the year he got the Tiger Slam. Uh, two thousand. Yeah, it was part of it was part of his Tiger Slam. Technically, yeah. he won it in two thousand one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was part of it. That's but what yeah. I meant. But yeah. Yeah, it's a bunch of what-ifs, for sure. <laughs> that, yeah. was, that was the start of the slam. Yeah. Um, but yeah, crazy. Um, well, should we We got uh, one last tournament for the year, and uh, we're going to have our season finale episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Next week will be our last episode of the year, the calendar year. Um, so we're gonna make our picks today here, right now, for that last tournament this weekend, which is the QB shootout. Uh, so we'll make our field. Yeah, we'll make our picks for that here, and then next week we'll go over those picks and also talk about um, kind of a year-end recap of of our seasons and and everything that's gone on and and all that but for this video or for this not video i guess we're technically we're videotaping this but i cut it out in just audio but uh for this episode yeah we're going to uh finish this off by making our qbe picks limited field pairings in this one 12 teams I'll play a bunch of bunch of scramble type of, of rounds. Scramble first round, second round a modified alternate shot, and then the final round is a four ball. Um, so yeah, twelve teams. Yeah, really weird format. Teams play, scramble basketball. Play, playing at Tiburon Golf Course down in Naples, Florida. Uh-huh. Sounds like another warm place. Can't imagine they're dealing with snow right now. Guaranteed warmer than us. So, yeah. well, looks like you get to roll into the first pick of the, the last tournament of the 2021 season. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so with the first pick... For this QB shootout. You know, you can always pick Lexi. I mean, that would be a bold statement. 
and fan a, a fan of the LPGA, you can show your support of women in general if you go that route. I am picking Max Homa and Kevin Kisner for my first pick. Thank you very much. I know what you're trying so to you do. Hate, so you hate women. I know what you're trying to do right now. I don't approve of it. <laughs> I, hey, if you got some... Our women listeners, you know, might be offended by that, but I mean... Sorry, I'm trying to look at. I um, yeah, I, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go with uh, Sam Burns, Billy Horschel. Oh, so you're not gonna pick a woman now? <laughs> I see what you're trying to do here. <laughs> I'm not gonna fall for it. You know, I had a strategy coming into this. All right, and I just I don't appreciate what you're trying to do. Um, and then so I get to bring it back. Oh, Max and Kevin, that was a that was a good one. That was bold. You know who you could always pick. You could always pick uh, good old Bubba Watson and uh, his partner Lexi. Wouldn't that be Thompson. something? I mean, if they if they win, you're going to be mad you didn't pick them. And so just because of that, I'm going to give you the opportunity to pick them. I don't want to take that away from you. Um, I'm going to go Harris English and Matt Kuchar. Man, you just you just talk. That's all you do. You just you just talk. I mean, I don't want to take something like that away from you. And so now you have the chance. See how nice I am by letting you have. Harris English and Matt Kuchar. Yeah. I'll type. You can you can All right, fine. The fine. You type. You type. You you type in your picks. Yeah, I'm trying to do some some nice things for you here, holiday season. And just come at me. Tell me, like, hey, yeah, hey, why don't you why don't you pick them? I don't know. Well, joke's on you, Nick. This was my plan all along. I'm picking Lexi Thompson and Bubba Watson. It was my second pick. So deal with it. Okay. I'm telling you, it was my plan all along. Okay. That's, I see what you did there. Yeah, don't, don't you dare. Mark that as a win for you. <laughs> Lex, Lexi's going to go off and, and win this. Um, if any, if anyone is going to screw up that part partnership, it's going to be Bubba. I'm telling you right now, Lexi's going to kick butt. Just hope. I mean, hope. Your I mean, hope she, is that Bubba craps the bed. Does she get to play from? Is is there like a women's tee box? Possibly. It'd be interesting. Well, if they win, I will donate money to my local women's community charity. 
on your behalf, Clay. Okay, cool. Um, but since you're confident, um, I mean, we, we could bet like some push-ups or something additional on the top there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm being, and, and I'm telling you right now, I'm being completely serious when I said I was planning on picking up with my second pick. Absolutely serious. I know okay. you don't believe me, but that was the plan the entire time. It's a little I'm, like a stretch. No, I was doing it. I was going to do it. I know you're trying to play head games with me right now. No, I you. Well, I'm glad it worked out for you then. It did. It did work out for me. I was a little afraid you were going to pick them with one of your picks. I mean, we could do the trading places bet and bet $1 on it. I mean, so we can... Whoever, what's what's the I, ratio of dollars to push-ups? I don't know, <laughs> but I mean, just that's that, the exchange rate. But all right, doesn't well, matter. Well, let's do. Uh, freaking, I'm freaking deleting what you put there. <laughs> you're not, you're not winning that one. Not prematurely, at least. <laughs> All right. So Nick's got Sam Burns, Whoa. Billy Horschel pair, and then the Harris English and Matt Kuchar pairing, uh, while I have Max Homa and Kevin Kisner, and then Lexi Thompson and Bubba Watson. Two power pairs for me right there. It's going to be an easy easy win for me this week. I'm going to get back-to-back wins to finish off this, this year. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah, let's let's throw some push-ups on it then. We'll do, we'll go twenty-five per okay per twosome. Okay, twenty-five per. So there's fifty deal. There. Deal virtual handshake. Boom. All right. That's it. We're Recorded doing it for history for all of history. Oh yeah. All right. Well, game on. Game on. Thanks for listening, everyone. We have one more episode before the year is up. So stay next week for the grand finale. Yeah, don't you forget. Like Jordan Spieth and Henrik Stenson forgets. (laughs) Don't forget which tea box you play, folks. (laughs) It's a life lesson for all of us. No matter how good you are. Yep. So we'll see you then. Yeah. Peace, love, and birdies. Arnold Palmer is the master champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too.